Hey, welcome to the podcast. My name is Craig, the Natural Medic. I'm glad you have decided to join me here. This is the seventh episode of the Natural Medic Adventures. Just real quick, let me tell you who I am and all that good stuff in case you're new here. My name is Craig. I've been in the outdoor space for quite a while through Boy Scouts. Earned my Eagle Scout, spent a lot of time kind of cutting my teeth, so to speak, with the Boy Scouts, backpacking, hiking, camping, and so forth. Earned my degree from Stephen F. Austin State University in Nacogdoches in forest recreation management. Worked as a park ranger for about 10 years for the states of Texas and Arkansas. And then lastly, I have worked or been a paramedic for about going on eight years now. Well, that's why I call myself the natural medic. And I've got a lot of experience and I uh, hope you'll join the ride. This week, what I wanted to talk about was I just went on my first solo backpacking trip. It wasn't my first backpacking trip, but it is my first backpacking trip in a long time. And I wanted to do kind of a shakedown hike. I'm planning on doing some longer hikes in the near future. And so I kind of wanted to share my experiences with that and in effort to help you better tweak your hiking, backpacking, etc. experiences. Whether, whether they have already occurred, they will occur in the near future or in the far future. All that is good. I went to the Washtenaw National Forest, which is up in southwestern Arkansas, or I guess kind of southwestern to west central Arkansas. Kind of west of Little Rock and Hot Springs area all the way into Oklahoma a little bit. It's a pretty large national forest and I went to the Caney Creek Wilderness. The Caney Creek Wilderness is a about a 14,000 and change acre wilderness that's been set aside since the 1930s as a game reserve but now with Eastern Wilderness Act has been an official USDA Forest Service wilderness since 1975, I believe. Not a huge wilderness compared to some of the places out there, but I really picked it for my first kind of shakedown trip of the year because it wasn't too far away from my house. It's about three hours, almost due north of where I live here in East Texas. So it's easy to get to. I was reasonably familiar with the area I had been to Shady Lake, which is a recreation area with scouts. Gosh, several times. I was familiar with the area. I used to work at some of the state parks and around the area. Not a big, not a big deal. Overall, I felt that it was a pretty good choice for a first solo trip. And like I said, I hadn't been backpacking in a long time. It was the first time I used an internal frame pack, believe it or not. I've always been backpacking in the past with an, an external frame pack. That just kind of shows you my age there. There's nothing wrong with an external frame pack, but majority of the makers out there nowadays make a internal frame pack. Now, with an internal frame pack, there's some things to consider. Or with any pack, for that matter, whether it's internal, external, or a frameless pack. You don't want to overpack. And you don't want to get a pack that doesn't fit you very well. I bought this pack, this particular pack. It's a LaFuma. 
I forget the exact model, which is a French company that makes a lot of products, backpacking type backpacks for the European market in France. I think it was about 10 years ago when I was still married to my second wife, I, we were going to pick up backpacking. For some reason, we never, we never did. Don't know the exact reason, but we just didn't do it. I found this backpack on REI clearance. I thought it would be a good fit for me. It's actually a 60 liter pack with a 10 liter brain. So it's a total of 70 liters. And that's probably good for your first pack because a 70 liter pack allows you to get more stuff in there because a lot of your backpacking, you know, early backpacking equipment is going to be budget type equipment and it's going to be bulkier, heavier, etc. You're going to need to have room for that kind of stuff. This pack really is pretty nice as far as space-wise. It's really good. It's got a hydration sleeve on it that allows it to hold a hydration bladder. I made a mistake on that. I just put my Camelback bladder from my Camelback hydration pack in this pack not thinking about how much different in size that hydration pack is, smaller-wise is what I mean, than the full-size backpacking backpack. I had some trouble trying to get that water out because the hose wasn't quite long enough. It was hard for it to for me to pull it around to reach my mouth so I could drink out of it. Then secondly, I had brought a Katadyn Hiker Pro, which is a great filter. I had the connection, kind of quick connect deal where you can take the mouthpiece off, stick the hose in, and then you just pump it directly out of the body of water, you know, stream or river or lake or whatever. However, that was very leaky for some reason and didn't seem like I was getting much in there. Luckily, I had an algae bottle and I was able to get past that problem and just fill up the algae bottle and dump it in the, the, the hole of the bladder. Since I've been back, I've actually ordered a 3-liter bladder, which is a much bigger bladder, but it's got a much longer hose on it that'll work perfectly with this particular backpack, and I'll just have to take that, take that out and fill it, either with the hose or with the, from an algae bottle, <laughs> for the immediate future, until I figure out some other solution. There's always problems you can work around. I mean, luckily I had brought that algae bottle. I was able to easily pump water into the algae bottle and not worry too much about it because the first part of the trail that's another thing that I didn't think about I got there a little bit later than I anticipated about I got about there about th matter of fact a little bit a little bit is kind of an under understatement I got there about three hours uh, short you know later than I planned on getting there the East Caney Creek Trail is a, it's a basically a loop trail the Caney Creek trail goes east to west or west to east depending on the direction you're coming across the wilderness a popular loop is to park at the east candy creek trailhead off of a forest service road you walk up that forest service road and you get on the buckeye trail go across buckeye mountain come down into the valley camp for the night and then come back out the next day well by the time i got there the parking lot was full Instead of having that walk, that one-mile walk from the Candy Creek parking lot, I actually had to park at the Buckeye trailer trailhead. 
because there was only one other car up there when I parked there. And I parked there, and I walked in Buckeye Mountain, and the first probably mile or so, I was just steadily going up. And my pack was pretty heavy. That was kind of an interesting experience, and I hadn't been backpacking in several years. I think my base weight, I did a video of this on my YouTube, and I'll link to that in the show notes. My base weight was about 20, around 25 pounds. So once you add water, once you add food, yeah, you can get up there pretty quick. So I had about a 40-pound pack, and that's kind of heavy for your first time going backpacking in a while when you're not used to carrying that load. Luckily, the the Lafuma handled that weight fine. It didn't didn't have any issues with that. It it actually held everything that I needed it to do. Worked perfectly. The the nice thing about the suspension system on the Lafuma pack is actually it's adjustable. You can adjust it for a large torso, an extra large torso, and so forth. It's a good it's a good pack for almost any size person to wear. And I'm pretty sure this is a men's pack, but I think it would work probably as a women's pack as well. It was a good beginner pack as far like I said, it's my not my first time backpacking, but it's my first time doing it with an internal frame. That shows you how long it's been since I've been on on a backpacking trip. But the knowledge is still there. I was able to overcome that. Hiked 4.7 miles the first day. Got down to my campsite and set up camp and pretty much fixed a meal, small fire, and then I passed out by a little bit after 9. And the next day I walked out to Caney Creek Trail. It was on the East Caney Creek, and that was much more easier going than the Buckeye Trail. It was pretty flat, kind of followed the Caney Creek, well, backwards, back to the East Caney Creek Trail parking lot. Then I had to walk up to my truck, which was parked at the Buckeye Trail. Not really that bad. If you're thinking about doing your first backpacking trip, you know, take some advice of what I just told you. Don't pack too much. I got another idea in a second, but I'll get to that in just a minute. I took a one of those supposedly they're called a backpacking folding chair. You probably have seen them. They uh, kind of fold up into a small frame, into a small bag, and then they have a little fabric that kind of goes over that frame to make a seat. And most of them weigh around two pounds. Yeah, mine weighed just a little over two pounds. And it was nice to sit on it and not have to sit on the ground, but it was really, to be honest, it was kind of heavy. It was probably too much. And my other problem was, and I'm going to address this in a video in the near future on my YouTube channel. I'll probably talk about it again here, of course. But that's going to be food. I think when I measured it out, I had two dry bags. I had one for day food that I was going to eat on my lunch. I had one that was for camp food that I was going to actually have to prepare. Boiling water or uh, cooking a pot or whatever. It ended up being about, with snacks and everything else, about six pounds of food. Not only did I have 25-pound base weight, and I had about three liters of water between the two-liter two Camelback and the one-liter Nalgene bottle, I had two food bags adding up to six pounds. I had a pretty heavy pack. 
And uh, I mean, I made it. Everything was fine, but I could have had a lot more comfortable time not doing that. Another thing, instead of packing two or instead of packing one item like a fleece jacket, I had a kind of a lightweight. It wasn't even a fleece. Just an outdoor research kind of like soft shell kind of deal that was not really insulated. And I had a fleece vest. I could have saved space and weight by carrying one fleece jacket. That's why you have these kind of hikes. You can kind of figure out, as sailors would say, to get your sea legs. In this case, you get your backpacking legs in order to figure these things out. So, heed my advice, listeners. <laughs> if you're doing your first backpacking trip or you're doing your first backpacking trip in a while like I did, choose something like I did. The, the entire trip was a two-day trip. One night, uh, I hiked 10.5 miles, and then I was done. I, I got a late start. I could have had a much more enjoyable time had I got there a little earlier. Would not have to hoof it so much from the parking lot down into the valley and getting almost getting dark on me. I had a headlamp and all that kind of stuff, but no big deal. But on an unfamiliar trail with a headlamp, with a heavy pack, I really didn't want to... I really didn't have any business doing that, just to be honest. I'm glad I didn't have to do that. It was just getting dark as I was getting down to the valley floor where I camped. Take, take heed to my words. Plan for a short trip near you. If you had to bail out, you could bail out. Don't take too much stuff. Don't too, take too much food. And be familiar with water. Now, unfortunately, the water that I carried was the water I probably need to carry because since I started at the Buckeye Trail hiking in, there was one little small spring, which wasn't really didn't amount to anything because it was a pretty dry. It's been a pretty dry season in this part of the world for the past, I don't know, two or three. Well, I'd say two months. If you had several water crossings, you would have had to do, had, had, had to have done had it been wet season. Most of the ones I saw were pretty dry. I did have to make some water crossings, but I was able to walk across all of them without getting wet. I did bring some camp shoes slash water shoes. Didn't really need those, but I had them just in case. Those were probably kind of a toss-up. Didn't necessarily need those. It was nice to have those to switch in, uh, from out of my hiking boots into when I was at the camp. Just had some like lightweight little water shoes. Plan on using those, like I said, also for water crossings. But we really, I really didn't have any water crossings, so not a big deal. I could have saved some weight there as well and brought some flip-flops or something. But anyway, so that's what these shakedown hikes are good for. You are trying to learn... To the best of your ability, how to do things better, smarter, lighter. Because <laughs> everything you're carrying to your camp, you're carrying on your back. You want to make sure that you you have all that stuff. There, on the entire ridgetop walking across Buckeye Mountain, there was not any water, other than, like I said, other than that little spring. I had to carry that water. But I could have had food divided up a little bit better. One method I've seen on YouTube and I've read about in some blogs and stuff I've used in the past, too, is just trying to separate your food into days. One day of food, you put that in a Ziploc bag, along with your snacks, along with your camp meals you might have to cook, your lunch, so on and so forth. That way it's organized. Not necessarily the exact amount of food, but you don't take too much food. You kind of have a, an idea of what you're going to eat each day that you're out on the trail. Now I was only out there for you know, basically two days and one night, so not a big deal. But I definitely brought way too much food. 
Additionally, I did have a fanny pack on me too that I had slung around me because my one thing, if I could change anything about that Lafuma pack, is it only has a very small pocket on the hip belt that is big enough maybe for a cell phone or a backup battery or something like that. Maybe a couple of Snigger bars or something like that. It's not very big. And that's the only pocket on that belt. I just wore a fanny pack I normally wear anyway when I'm day hiking because it's nice and handy. I turn it around backwards so I have it kind of over my the front of my waist there. I can reach down in there and get a snack out. I have a little small first aid kit in there. It worked out pretty well, just like it does on day hikes. Those are important life lessons. I just wanted to impart those to you. Just to recap, when you're planning your trip, whether you're a longtime backpacker and you haven't done this for a while, or you're a brand new backpacker, you know, my advice is to pick a short trip close to home so that you can bail out if you have to, if something goes wrong. And that's okay. That's nothing, there's no shame in that if you have to do that. If you have to regroup and come back another time, there's no, no shame in that. The other thing I could say is definitely think about not only how you pack, but what you pack. Do I need this? Do I not need this? This is kind of heavy. Is there an alternative for this? One of the things I've seen a lot in videos is that not necessarily to be an ultralight backpacker, but to be a more lightweight backpacker is to think about all the things you're putting in your pack. Are all of these things necessary and or do they have more than one use? If you have an item that has more than one use, let's take, for example, the water shoes I put in there. I put them in there. They're a little bit heavy. I don't know what their weight is exactly, but they're probably around a pound, maybe a little bit more than a pound. They're just kind of a mesh shoe with a with a rugged sole that has a little zip tie that kind of secures the foot inside them. They're not. There's not much to them. But... My justification for taking those, which may or may not have been a good idea, <laughs> use them as camp shoes and as or possible water shoes. I took a two-pound chair and maybe not the best idea because it only had use as a chair. It had no other use. And it was two pounds. That's about all I have. Hope you're enjoying listening to, to this uh, podcast. Please subscribe. I will put in the show notes. I'll put links to my YouTube channel. Love for you to like subscribe to any videos there. I'm going to put any relevant videos that might be helpful for this topic in the show notes along with the transcript and hope to see you out there on the trail. Thanks y'all.